With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenet Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heavenward privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and to study from God's precious Word together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning in our Bible to the book of Ephesians chapter number 5, and I'm reading again from verse number 18, verse 19, and verse number 20. The Bible said, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19 said, Speak unto yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 18 through verse number 20. Throughout the days of this week, we have been laying foundations for our study on the infilling ministry of the Holy Spirit for service. And we're going to continue today and look at some things here in these verses and allow God to speak to our heart from the Word of God today. Let me remind you again, the moment you're saved, you are indwelt by the Spirit of God. But not only every person who is saved is indwelt by the Holy Spirit the moment of their salvation, but second, I said to you from the Word of God, that the moment you trusted Christ to save you, the Holy Spirit baptized you into the body of Christ. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 13, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. And again, I emphasize this is not speaking of the pastor baptizing someone into the fellowship and membership of the local church, but it's the Holy Spirit baptizing that individual into the body of Christ. And then we pointed out number three, that at the moment of salvation, we are sealed with and by the Holy Spirit. The Bible said in the book of Ephesians chapter number four, and verse number 30, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. And then I pointed out to you at the moment of our salvation experience, the Lord gave to us the earnest of the Holy Spirit. And we read in Second Corinthians chapter number 1 and verse number 22, where the Bible said, Who hath sealed us 
and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. And again in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 5, the Bible said, Now he that hath wrought for us the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. So the moment we were saved by the grace of God, we were indwelt by the Spirit of God. We were baptized into the body of Christ by the Spirit of God. We were sealed by the Holy Ghost. And then God gave to us the earnest of the Spirit. And I said to you that that indwelling Spirit of God deals with our identification it deals with our preservation, our liberation, our consolation, our education. And I mentioned many things about that in our study from the Word of God. And then as I was leaving the air on yesterday, we looked here at verse number 18, where the Bible said, Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And I said to you on yesterday, when the Word of God uses the expression to be filled with the Spirit of God, the word filled is a continuous action verb. And I said to you, a good illustration of that is, it means that we have a continuous inflow, a continuous overflow, and then a continuous outflow. And a good illustration of that is, if you were to put a water hose on a faucet and turn the water on and put the other end of the hose in a five-gallon bucket, you could fill the bucket up, turn the water off, and say, I have filled the bucket with water. But that is not the meaning given here of the word filled. The word filled here is continuous. It is as though you took the same water hose, put it on the same faucet, turn the water on, you put the other end in the five-gallon bucket, but when the bucket was filled to the brim, you did not turn the water off, but you let it continue to run into that bucket, and that continuous inflow would produce a continuous overflow, which would produce a continuous outflow from that bucket, and that is the picture that God uses in our own life. For us to have the proper outflow, we must have the proper inflow from God and the proper overflow in our lives in order that we have the proper outflow to others. So the Spirit-filled life speaks of having a continuous inflow of the Holy Spirit into your life, a continuous overflow of the Spirit of God in your life, and then a continuous outflow from your life to others of the Spirit of God. The Bible said in John 7, 37, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And again, the Bible said in verse number 39, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So again, our Lord said, 
after Christ is glorified, that's his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension, then he said that the believer would receive the Holy Spirit and not just the person, but the power and not just the function, but the fullness of it. And God said that if we would believe that out of our bellies would flow forth rivers of the Spirit of God. May I say to you, we do not live in the cup age anymore or the cistern age or even the well age. The well springs up in us under everlasting life. That happens the moment you're saved. But after we're saved, then we'll have a continuous inflow of the Spirit of God into our lives, a continuous overflow of the Spirit of God in our lives, and then a continuous outflow of the Spirit of God from our lives flowing out to others. Now, you say, well, preacher, how will it affect people when they are filled with the Spirit of God? Well, I want you to notice in Ephesians chapter number 5, and let the Word of God speak for itself. The Bible said in Ephesians 5, 18, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. This verse teaches us a lesson that we need to learn about the Spirit-filled life. You see, to be filled with the Spirit means to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And then he gives us this thought of a drunk man, a man who is drunk with wine. He is controlled by the spirits of the strong drink. God said, as much as that drunk is controlled by the spirits of strong drink, then I want you to be controlled by the spirit of the living God. And you realize when a person is really drunk, it affects his total being. But let me mention three or four things about a drunk. And God forbid that I should magnify or glorify the actions of a sinner. But a drunk man is a bold person. He is not afraid of anything. He's very bold. He will talk to anybody about anything. And may I say to you, the sure cure for bashfulness in the life of a Christian is for that Christian to be filled with the Spirit of God. And you will become as it was with Peter and John in Acts chapter 4, when the Bible said, and when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were ignorant and unlearned men, they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. So just as the spirits of strong drink makes a drunkard bold, the Spirit of God, when it feels the life of a believer, will be bold in his testimony and his work for God. May I say closely related, a drunk person is a very talkative person. He'll talk to everybody. He doesn't meet a stranger. He's always got something to talk about. Friend, that's a good picture of what it's like to be filled with the Spirit of God. You see, when a person is drunk, it affects their boldness. It affects their talk. Then it affects their walk. You can look at a drunk man and watch him walk, and you see something different about that man. And friend, I want to say to you, 
The same is true when a man walks in the Spirit. The Bible said in the book of Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 17, this I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's verse 16. So it affects his talk. It affects his walk. It affects his words. He becomes bold. And then it affects him as far as his money is concerned. You never saw a drunk that was stingy or tight with his money. No, he's free with it. He wants a bartender to set everybody up on him. It's on the house. It's on me. And friend, when people are filled with the Spirit of God, it will loosen up their purse strings, and they too will be free in their giving to the cause of Christ. And again, I emphasize, just as the drunk person, when he is filled with a spirit of strong drink, that strong drink controls his mind, his body, and his emotions. His entire being is controlled by the power of that strong drink. That same thing is true when a man is filled with the Spirit of God. His mind, his body, his emotions, his will, his entire life, his complete life is controlled by the Spirit of God. So the Word of God said, Be not drunk with wine, but be filled, be controlled by the Spirit of God. Father, take the Word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Argonaut.